Hey, All I right. turned it down just the tiniest bit. Is this still coming out okay? Yeah, you're still good. Great. Because for whatever reason, that tiny little bit of volume is the difference between I can hear normal or my ears are just bleeding from the feedback for some <laughs> reason. Got it. Good evening and welcome to Progressively Horrified, the show where we hold horror to standards it absolutely never <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to a very special episode of Progressively Horrified, the podcast where we usually hold horror to progressive standards it never agreed to. Tonight, it's Emily's birthday. So we're talking about an anime series that has been mentioned uh, in at least half of the episodes of this podcast. It isn't strictly speaking either horror or half. a movie. But Emily chose this one, and there are certainly horror elements in this show. So, Emily is using this podcast as a way to finally get me to watch and talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion. I am your host, Jeremy Whitley, and before this assignment, I have never seen a single episode, a single minute of Evangelion, neon or otherwise. (laughs) Over the last month, I have seen every episode of the show the director's cuts of the episodes that have director's cuts the death true recap movie which is a thing um (laughs) the end of evangelion film and all four of the rebuild films my sync rate has reached above 80 percent you're at a sync rate infinity the number that's really close to zero has been (laughs) absorbed into the entry plug yeah, I'm no dummy plug now, so. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy reeks of LCL. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> one with the universe. So, as always, with me tonight, I have a panel of cinephiles and cenobites. First, they're here to challenge sexy werewolf, sexy vampire binary. My co-host Ben Khan. Ben, how are you? And what is your previous experience? with Evangelion. Evangelion, the anime that holds you to standards you didn't agree to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My experience with the depressed boy robot, Anna, I watched it week to week, quasi week to week, slash when I was able to stay up late enough to catch it on Adult Swim. So there's... A few episodes that I've seen like a ton of times and a few episodes like I'd only seen like once or twice or had even just missed on because I missed that week when it was on and I'd never seen End of Evangelion before. And if the show is the Cruel Angels thesis, then End of Evangelion is the Cruel Angels doctorate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's some collegiate humor for (laughs) you. And, of course, the cinnamon roll of Cenobites, our co-host, Emily Martin. Emily, how are you tonight? And tell us a brief version. (laughs) I might as well have a Cruel Angels doctorate in this show. I have been, like, fully absorbed in synchronization. Did you you say Cruel Angel or Cool Angel? Because I feel like the Cool Angels thesis is a way different show. And Uh, probably an AU, like visual novel game they probably released they did there there's shinji get on the ava skateboard listen (laughs) i that probably exists and we'll talk about that later but so many merch i just the show has an actual canonical high school au so 
Yes, <laughs> it does. It has several. Which um, is the only thing they chose to animate in the final episode, which I'm like, good. Yeah, you you knew what was going to be the sub franchise and the money maker. That's how we get that end of Ava budget money. Yeah, the, there's a lot of comics that are based on that. Anyway, got to it in at the beginning of college and have been there ever since. <laughs> yeah, I, re I remember you having violent reactions to the point of being like, I don't know if I can do the podcast tonight because you saw the last rebuild in theaters at some point. Like, just being like, I don't know, guys, I'm just in a weird place. <laughs> yeah, but yes, that's right. It wasn't in theaters, it was streaming. The last rebuild movie came out, oh gosh, last year. Last, last year, year, yeah. Yeah, March 21, and it, I, was, I was sent, as the kids would say, and yeah, it's uh, it's a journey. Now, I will say also before we get into everything else, the rebuilds were not part of this assignment. So kudos, yeah, so kudos to those. Who, yeah, if you went to, so the rebuilds are not. I was only able to watch about thirty episodes worth of content. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, kudos to you. Like you all are real friends. You all are real friends. Anyway, I got you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also joining us, you've already heard them. They're two of our favorites. First of all, from Talking Comics. Bronwyn Kelly say, Bronwyn, how are you? And what's your experience with Evangelion? Well, I'm doing great because I'm hanging with you guys. And that's always one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> and happy birthday, Emily. There will be ugly singing later. I'm sorry. It's just Sounds a thing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> the only kind I'm capable um, of. Exactly. As to... The only Zoom is capable of. <laughs> As to Evangelion, I guess I've been like Evangelion adjacent since I was really young. But I didn't actually... There was like I was asymptotically approaching Evangelion for a really long time. But until I met Steve, I didn't actually have anyone to sit down and watch it with. Because it's not a... You don't get introduced to Evangelion solo and get the same experience. So Steve sat me down, had a few drinks, and we binge-watched it. <laughs> and it sank so deep into my subconscious that when we got this assignment, I was like, I don't think I've seen this before. He's like, we watched the whole thing. <laughs> but then the instant that music came up, I was like, bing, and it all downloaded immediately back into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so like Evangelion has the, I don't know, definitive pleasure of being like the only anime that you don't have to skip the intro. It's got great music. You I mean, there's lots of animes with great intros. Yeah. Is there? Most of my Spotify draft <laughs> playlist is anime opening songs. There's some bangers out there. <laughs> Nothing as good as Evangelion. Evangelion yeah. is great. That is top tier. That is S tier music. The more, I, the more animes I watch, the more I am amazed by the, down this tangent. the weird drastic <laughs> difference between anime opening theme songs and anime closing theme songs. Oh, but yeah. we'll get into that another time. Because I also have to introduce Making His Return to the Podcast. Talk about giant monsters once again. It's our friend and my collaborator in School for Extraterrestrial Girls, Jamie Noguchi. Jamie, how are you? And what's your experience with these <laughs> giant sad robots? Sad things. So I never had cable until I graduated college. But I also discovered Ava early in my college career because ADV started bringing it over in VHS form. So I would go to... $50 for two episodes. Yeah, I would go to Hollywood Video when that was still a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I would I, I started backwards because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sit through this whole thing. So I want to see how it ends. So I bought oh, no. the tape that had <laughs> oh. the last episodes and I was watching this and I was like, I am too dumb 
I need to watch the rest of this. <laughs> I am too stupid to understand what I am watching. Perhaps if I see the rest of it, everything will make sense. So oh. I spent oh. no, no. <laughs> saving up to buy the rest of the series that I got it on DVD eventually. And I watched it and, I, and then I got to the last ones. I was like, all right, it's been a while. I'm ready. I've seen the whole series. I'm not as dumb. Pretty dumb. <laughs> Still dumb. I, I watched him again. I definitely didn't have very much memories of 25 or 26. I feel like 25 especially. If I had caught it, I probably got five minutes on and I was like, mm, let's see if there's a South Park rerun on Comedy <laughs> Central. <laughs> and now I'm like... I'm obsessed with episode 25. <laughs> Not because like I know everyone wants to ask Anno about it and get his take. I don't want his take on it. I'm uninterested <laughs> in his take on it. I want the second unit director's take on what oh, the yeah. fuck happened. Like, I don't want the guy who made any of the decisions. I want the guy who had to carry them out. Yes. I yeah, want it to be the guy who's like, hell yeah. Why did the script call for 10 solid seconds of just a photograph of a bicycle? I don't think the Hero, original script called for that. You ride a bicycle to work, right? Go outside, take a photo, and then I guess we're just going to put that on television. <laughs> I know Fuck it. I guess this is what we have to do so... to get paid. It very much flows like script poker. <laughs> <laughs> like people were just losing hands willy-nilly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I loved the pencil tests of like the shapes morphing into different shapes. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I oh, yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah, I was wild. Look like, what have we got on the computer still? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was a real like we spent how much on the tandem dancing episode? <laughs> I'll get into the story about that. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into the, the whole recap, I want to want to play a quick game here. Based on what everybody has seen. So I want everybody to try and explain what this show is in one sentence. Oh, God. Uh, oh, Bronwyn, why don't you take a shot at that? Okay. One sentence. I mean, I have it in 25. But <laughs> 26, we'll that next. Yeah, we'll exactly. That next. <sighs> Evangelion in one sentence. Sad boys, bad parenting, horniness, and a lot of drugs. All right, Jamie, what what do you get? I feel like Evangelion happens when you have no other outlet to work out all of the feelings that are inside. And a company says to you, well, your other ideas are shit. What else have you got? And you say, this is what I've got. It's everything that I love, but all of this pent up stuff that I haven't dealt with yet. And I'm just going to mash it together. And you're paying me and you're going to fucking like it. <laughs> and then colon you're gonna pay me some more many 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 years down the road and you're still gonna like it <laughs> it's gonna be the biggest selling thing in japan and guess what i still can't believe you paid me for it yeah my my analysis is uh, it is about a sad horny boy fighting angels and destroying god using giant robots so sad and horny and he's so <laughs> sad about being horny yep <laughs> yeah, destroy god and also his dad who depending on which version you're watching is kind of god by the time he destroys him <laughs> daddy issues. Hey, session yeah. ava happened because 
because Papa doesn't know how to feelings. Mm-hmm. I kept waiting for them. I like. I remember when I first watched it. I kept waiting for them to have like a big confrontational scene with one another. And instead, it's really just like, oh, they have some awkward small talk in an elevator halfway through the series, and that's the last time they're in the same room. Yeah, it's, I yeah. Feel like they're, they're watching mostly... this. I'm like, this is a cultural thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if this was if this was America, there would be a giant soap opera blow up in the middle of it, and in because it's Japanese, at some point he's just like, Dad, I feel like you haven't been around for me and you treat me bad and his dad's like shut up yep. <laughs> get in the robot I, yeah i am get in the robot to, shinji i am going sacrifice to yourself <laughs> to legitimately provide an elevator pitch for this story as an overarching whole which is a vast global conspiracy seeks to emotionally abuse really sad sexually confused children into ending the world with giant robots and also a really skimmed entry of Kabbalah. So basically millennials, (laughs) but without the robots, maybe we'll see how things go. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put money on it. Yeah. Yeah. A real like Sephiroth's look cool. Let's do that. Do you know what it means? Not really, but it looks cool. <laughs> and you know what? Fine. I'm okay with that. Appropriate my culture as much as you want, Evangelion, <laughs> if you're going to be this good, well animated. <laughs> it is uh, pretty. Emily, you what's, all... your, uh, what's your pitch? Your one, your one sentence pitch? Well, I'm, I, I've cheated because I know the one sentence pitch of the show from the original pitch packet. <laughs> Oh, which is uh, giant robot battles in the style of 2001 Space Odyssey. But um, you know, oh, fuck. Wow. Okay, I see how this show got good. Yeah, that's a great pitch. Wow, that's a great that's pitch. That's a really good fuck. pitch. That's the show. Pop yeah, I mean, it's over. not nearly horny enough to actually I would, represent what we see, but it is pretty freaking close. Yeah, definitely I doesn't capture say, the horny sadness. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sadness, My, yes. My actual was pitch? really sexy. You know, I mean, I bet Hal thinks. What if Hal was a really sexy fourteen-year-old girl? Yeah, I'm so your mom. That hurt to say. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What if Hal is a sexy fourteen-year-old girl who's also your mom? Oh my god, the Edible. I mean, <laughs> I'm really, but I'm really also, glad. Yeah. That the sexy version of Hal in Futurama was Sigourney Weaver. Mm. That was good. Yeah. But no, my my actual real pitch. For this, like my one sentence explanation of the show would be what if Voltron was written by Michael Crichton? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, that would explain why there wasn't ever a good sex scene. <laughs> How to like people... be like, you know that part of it that no one ever adapts at the end? Yeah. That. What if that was a mecha anime? <laughs> uh. mm. All right. So the basics. We got the director, Hideaki Anno, worked on stuff with Studio Gainax before this, like Nadia's Secret of Blue Water. He worked briefly on Asuka Valley of the Wind under Hayao Miyazaki, did a lot of other stuff, Karikano, his and his and her circumstances, etc. Written by Hideaki Anno and Studio Gainax, which is the collection of writers and is named Masayuki, Kazuya Tsurumaki, and a few others that aren't as consistent. Starring Megumi Ogata, 
who we also know from Sailor Moon, as she plays Haruka, a.k.a. Sailor Uranus, also in Detective Conan, which we know is case closed, and Yu-Gi-Oh!, where she plays, who else but Muto Yugi. We also have Megumi Hayashibara, who is in Pokemon as Jessie, and Cowboy Bebop as Faye Valentine. Kotono Mitsuishi, who is in Sailor Moon as none other than Usagi Tsukino, a.k.a. Sailor Moon. Nice. And he is Sailor Moon. Fuck spoilers. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. But I just want to point out. Just don't tell that... me who Tuxedo Mask is. <laughs> Any this episode now, he's going to do something useful. They keep building up to it, just like Shinji. But with the, we have Katono uh, Mitsuishi, who is also Misato. So Misato and Sailor Moon. Yes. Are the same people. Yeah, that's amazing. I want you to think about that's, that. That's it fits. Voice now I need to draw Masato in an epic sale. Fucking hell! All right, I'm off. I gotta. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Jamie. Uh, I'm but... gonna need a copy of that one. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least, we have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Yuko Miyamura, who is Casca in Berserk 1997. And also in Detective Conan, among others, like these these voices are very very prolific. So they're in a lot of different stuff, but these are sort of their more starring roles. So that said, Bronwyn, we we have we have several recaps tonight. Bronwyn, yeah. I'm going to give you yeah, the floor in your <laughs> episode recaps as you as you so much sum up each episode with one sentence. Go. All right. Episode one, whereby the first contact with angels is dubbed the second impact, a.k.a. Nerve, <laughs> conscripts the kids and other terrible parenting. Episode two, Pen Pen and the strategically placed cans. <laughs> Episode three, lessons in personal accountability and screaming. Good. Episode mm-hmm. four, for want of a therapist. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the whole fucking show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That one's Ep- Hedgehog's Dilemma, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Which, Which is the same. Hedgehog's <laughs> Dilemma feels too small for an episode, for a title of an episode, when it's clearly one of the overriding themes of the whole show. Yeah. yeah. It, they just had to it put the words the in only, there. It is the only character dynamic that any two characters have with each other. Yeah. Yes. Episode five, Awkward at Life, Daddy Issues, and Adventures in Mazato's Cooking. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and episode six, here we go. The crystalline entity and its penis drill. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Noni and Sung and all your creations. (laughs) Fucking lore. I knew it was lore's fault. It's absolutely lore's fault. It's all lore's fault. Episode 7, Dissension in the Ranks. Episode 8, all about Asuka. And oh yeah, also Kaji, I guess. Mm. (laughs) Is Ray lore? Oh my god, Ray is lore. Oh no. Oh no! Oh shit! Ray deserves <laughs> better than to be lore. lore. Is Ray also data though? Like I thought, no. Ray's data. Kaoru's totally Wait, so lore. Oh yeah. Does data get yeah. strangled as a baby? I mean, probably. Yeah. Nunian Sung probably woulda. Oh yeah, yeah. Nunian Sung's wife probably woulda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nine. a real baller of a move. Like, hey, honey, I made a robot. Guess what? It looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, continue. Broadway. Episode nine, creepy stalkers and oh yeah, consent issues, a.k.a. Ryokji is a gross. 
Yes. <laughs> Episode 10, The Horny Years, Hot Springs and Hot Deaths. Ooh, Episode. good. <laughs> Episode 11, What to Do in an Emergency, a.k.a. He's Still a Shit Dad, a.k.a. People are the real bad guys. <laughs> God, this this should be like art prompts for a, like a <laughs> yeah. monthly competition. I'm going to, can I borrow these for Toku Temper next? Episode? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to send you a document. <laughs> yeah. Okay, episode 12, where Ikari waxes poetic about his deep misunderstanding of science, a.k.a. <laughs> motivations. Episode 13, and now they need to be nude, a.k.a. this is what happens if you stop taking your antibiotics before they're finished, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 14, The Recap, a.k.a. The Cabal Clatch, a.k.a. Ray gets really, really high. When is she not? Well, I mean, that is a theme you will notice. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 15, Warm Fuzzies, a.k.a. Weddings, Racism, and More Terrible Parenting. Oh, boy. <laughs> Episode 16, Peter Pan's Shadow and Shinji Does Raise Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> episode 17 thank you (laughs) these are great (laughs) and then there were four and other explosions oh Oh, man (laughs) sorry i had no filter with these so we're gonna do our own podcast separate podcast so that's gonna be the title of it we're gonna talk about (laughs) this later okay so put that just put a pin in that yeah 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 you got this episode 18 shinji's heart is crushed again Episode 19, Shinji stands against corruption. Just kidding. More pressure on kids, a.k.a. cannibalistic mama bear. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Episode 20, Shinji is back on the good drugs, a.k.a. when they say rebirth, they mean rebirth. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 21, Dark Story. Gendo is still a jerk, and Kaji has crossed his last personal boundary. (sighs) Oh, dear. Episode 22. Oscar's PTSD is still untreated. (laughs) All their PTSD is untreated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is a true story. Episode 23. Is that a dummy plug or did Ray get hurt again? AKA Clone Wars. Oh, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had a Star Trek reference earlier. I had to do Star Wars. Yeah, no, that's great. It's important. (laughs) Episode 24, where Kauro wants Adam, gets Lilith instead, and would rather die than cause the death of humanity through heterosexuality. Mm. Episode 25, wait, what? (laughs) 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 And episode 26, (laughs) IS, the good drugs. (laughs) So no no for end of Evangelion? Alas, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. It's all good. Those are perfect. No, no, okay, here. I got yeah. your one I got your one sentence recap for end of Evangelion. Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Ah, all right. So if that was confusing, I'll try to I'll try to make things a little bit clearer with my full recap. I've been recapping this movie since uh, or this show since 2001 for people. So here goes my best effort. We believe in you. Buckle Thank you. It's going to be an epic all its own. All right. All right. All right. So our story begins yes. in the distant future of 2015. Oh, Jesus Oh, no. Christ. 15 years after an apocalyptic event known as the second impact, quote, 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 has changed the face of planet Earth. The city of Neo-Tokyo is being attacked by a monster because, of course, it is. And here we have 
the one, the only, Shinji Ikari, our protagonist. You may have seen him across memes, bemusedly sipping tea or refusing to get in the robot. Here he is, spotting a phantom blue-haired girl on the street while he tries to make a call during yet another apocalypse. Enter Misato Kataragi, another disaster of a different and entirely relatable variety. She picks Shinji up in her future Prius, and they barely avoid being smooshed by a monster foot. Shinji, you see, has been summoned by a secret organization known as Nerf, like a nerve in your arm, but without the E. So it's Nerf or nothing. Why they call Um, it Nerve? I just, why? Why? Okay. Because the original one was called Gehirn, which is German for brain. And then Gehirn ended. And then they decided to make the next company extension of the brain, which is the Nerf. And it's also in German. So Nerf is German for nerve. It's Uh. a thing. And then this, the, the entity that funds all of this is Sele, which is German for soul. So you have your soul and your brain and your nerve. Ah. ah. Okay. It Thank looks like it says seal. Yeah, it really does. And especially like, I gotta say, this is a shocking level of interest in the humanities for such like a science cult. Like, I feel oh, like Zuckerberg and Musk went to giant air quotes around the science, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is speculative. Like, what? It's not scientific about we cloned God and made it and gave it a robot costume. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Michael Crichton. I have to say, I, I'm glad. I, I, you know, I'm actually a little sad that I didn't watch this with subtitles, but watched it dubbed because I would have absolutely been hilarious coming on here talking about, especially in the, the last two like re- rebuilds where it's two organizations that appear to be called Seely and Willie fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And Willie. Willie. Seely and Willie. Yeah. Which they pronounce, which they pronounce totally different. They pronounce it Zeal, Zeal and Vila. Vila. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, the, the new English translation of Nerve is also pronounced differently in the show because, like, in the original, it was called Nerve, and now they call it Nerve. Do you, Nerf. Do you know why? The the weird nerve. That's I think uh, it's the German. Right. the German. Also, they say in Japanese they pronounce it nerve. I don't know if it's always so breathy, <laughs> but that's that's always how I hear Misato saying it. Oh, I skipped over no, something again. very that important. Must be business Misato saying it that way. This way with the I watch it this way in the original Japanese because again the way I mostly associate it with was the adult swim dub so while i hear good things about the netflix dub it's like it's just it's just different enough from the adult swim dub to make me go like ah this something's weird something's off yeah like let's go to the source so i'm gonna get that og shinji screaming yeah well i i haven't watched it dub for a long time and i intended i'm i'm an asshole that way all my best to the voice actors the people who worked on the adv dubs especially did they 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 did far above what was what they were paid for essentially like all of the localization for the 80 i still prefer the japanese voices but that's because i'm an elitist and i just like people named megumi huh (laughs) anyway shinji you see has been summoned by a secret organization known as nerf like nerf with no e his estranged father works for them so does masato they go downstairs to an immense underground terrarium called the geofront where destiny awaits This creature attacking Tokyo is apparently an angel, although in the Japanese literal translation, it's apostle. Huh. No one ever talks about that. 
which looks like a cool bird in an 80s power suit that can explode things into big crosses. We're referencing, referencing Christianity here, folks. And subtlety is for cowards. Also <laughs> Ultraman. Just like that. Well, Check out Anno's super sweet Ultraman references. Anno <laughs> loves Ultraman. In fact, I'm pretty sure Hideaki Anno got all of the Christian, like, yeah, yes. the, the Christian <laughs> symbolism from Ultraman. And a book about the, well, this isn't Christian, but he also got some symbolism from a book about the Kabbalah that he read once in high school. Look, it's, it's the Kabbalah. Like, like, it's, it's the most Jewish representation I've seen in most anime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this show makes me occasionally. I was just like, is this what it feels like to like be Greek or Japanese or Chinese and just see like Americans making stuff about your like your religion? And just massively misunderstanding all of it because, like, I was watching this and I was like, that's a weird interpretation of like this, you know, these weird bits of Jewish mysticism and Christian like mythology and stuff that's in here. And I was just like, that's, that's not at all like what's in the Bible. You yeah. just kind of took some, <laughs> I mean, you just kind of took some stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty mean, used to people think... not understanding my religion. But... <laughs> and I mean, like realistically speaking, that's pretty much across the board. Most of the Christian religions are just taking stuff. Like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. there's something to that, and there's some interesting takes that I've read about the the Christian symbolism <laughs> taking over the angels, taking over the apostles. Anyway, but Must be um... what it's like to be Egyptian. Yeah, well, <laughs> it feels it feels like all of the '80s movies about ninja, where people were saying like, "Oh, the ninja are super honorable," and I'm like, mm, "That's not right." Yeah, no. that's yeah, what ninjas not that's do. not that's not no. Yeah, <laughs> he protects houses in suburban LA from Home Alone style like, <laughs> intruders. Obviously, <laughs> any yeah. day now, three ninjas is gonna get a reboot. Just you oh wait. god, and they're gonna surf. I mean, to be um, fair, they did learn everything they know. Surf about Ninja, Ninja starring Rob Schneider. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. So, yeah. I watched that a movie lot of... so many times as a kid. <laughs> Fuck yeah. For my birthday, we're doing Surf Ninjas. That is a horror I mean, movie. We're not doing Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Anything with Rob Schneider is horror as far as I'm concerned. Thousand percent on board with that. Okay. So there's a lot of like crosses and, you know, it's called fucking Evangelion. It's called Neon Genesis. Evangelion. The the Japanese name for this show is Shinseki Evangelion, which means New Century Evangelion. But they decided specifically to call it Neon Genesis, which is Greek for sort of the same. Kind oh, of I thought the neon meant that the Genesis was glowing. Me too. I mean, that's you. <laughs> the wildest shit that happens in the rebuild is that at some point the, the somebody says. You know, it's a neon genesis. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking we they got said a it. title drop? <laughs> they said it. What are we? Some kind of neon genesis evangelion? <laughs> it's in like the fourth rebuild. I, I want to say it's Evil Dead that says it. And it's really Gendo's yeah. just like, it will be a neon genesis. And I was like, I'm I'm Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Just fucking title drop also technically in english it should be evangelion but no they no no one says it like that i will never call it an evangelion it's also gif and i'm sorry but it is (laughs) yeah that's fine (laughs) the weird thing is that the magi supercomputer in the show is called the magi which i'm like "Mm -mm." mm-mm 
can't do that one. Sorry, that's where I draw the line. That's yeah. the Magi. Mm-hmm. Or I could just call them Caspar, Balthazar, and Melchior. But yeah, let's get back to this. Is, this is I'm sorry, but Melchior show. is always going to be the elf and shadow hunter. I gotta so, say, I am. was a real choice to pick a motif with that many letters that don't exist in your native alphabet. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, we. Uh, I mean, j- just sound. <laughs> Melchior or Mel. Well, yeah, it would be Melchior. So there, Shinji and Masada are in the Geofret. We're still in the episode one. Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh. Don't worry. We, we kind of get. I think we've stumbled into what the format of this episode is going. <laughs> All right. So the angel, also known as the po- apostle, looks like a cool bird in power suit and, and explodes things to giant crosses, Christianity, symbolism, angel, evangelion. You get it. Subtlety is for cowards, unless you actually want to know what's going on with the fucking nerve and sailing. Anyway, the only thing that could take out an angel, apparently, is a giant robot called the Evangelion, which is the title of the show. Hooray! His dad, Gendo, orders his son that he hasn't seen in years to get in the robot. Yep, it's the meme. Shinji, relatably, is like, what the fuck? No. And then a mysterious blue-haired girl lacking melanin named Ray is wheeled out on a gurney. She's covered in bandages and is trailing an IV bag. And while Shinji deliberates over this, an explosion rocks the complex and the Evangelion robot moves its hand to protect Shinji and Ray from the falling debris. It's some kind of miracle. Like an angel or... uh, Yeah. Ray also already bandaged and bleeding falls off the thing. Yeah. Off the gurney. I will always love this episode as like this moment especially and this first episode it's such a strong opening the way and it just sets the tone beautifully it is just such a dark and absolutely brutal and disturbing deconstruction of the app of the unquestioned child hero stumbles into the giant robot and becomes protagonist trope like yeah. the way it is just like Hey, child soldiers, that's some fucked stuff shit, right? Well, and, and like this is like Watchmen to the Silver Age superhero. Mm-hmm. The the giant robot trope is is of course big in Japan at this point. You know, we don't have as much of the the child in giant robot. Well, we do have child in such and such destiny, like like Flight of the Navigator, for instance, oh, is yeah. is kind of similar. Because we have this kid who has like this all this all this technology and doesn't necessarily like want it, but it's chosen. It has chosen him. In this case, it has less to do with bad parenting, as far as I know, and more to do with him getting like. But there's there's also an the amount thing of is the more they explain in the show, the less it makes sense. <laughs> which which what part, part of, of that the mom put her soul in a robot? Do you not understand? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. The fact that eventually also a clone of God. But different guys. Yeah, the Shinji can pilot Unit 1 because his mom's soul is in it, so they're synchronizing and working together. And that Ray can pilot Unit 1 because Ray kind of is his mom or pieces of his mom that aren't the soul. And also, eventually, if you get to End of Evangelion, they finally are like, no, look, also Asuka's mom is in Unit 2. But then they're like, Ah, I don't know if everybody else's moms are tragically dead as well, and that's why they can pilot things. Yeah, they're like, we have to 
search for it. We haven't found the fourth child. And I'm like, how many moms could you have accidentally sacrificed well, to a robot? None of their classmates talk about their parents. No. It is canonical. I have found it's the, the ex- excess material that all the kids in that class, they say it in the show, that all the yeah. kids in that class are backup pilots, but none of them have a mom. Yeah. So their mom is an aerobic. Yeah. So their moms you can only have... accidentally kill so many moms before yeah, people start again, asking questions. Yeah, but again, they act like, ah, oh, we don't yeah, know who just the kill kids are going to be. It's like, well, whose mom did you feed to the robot? This seems like something that has to be done in advance. I feel like you have to have documentation for feeding souls <laughs> to robots. I mean, like, Saley is pretty up there, but let's let's get back on also, track. Speaking of the watch, talk about this connection. <laughs> Does Unit One just pull a fucking Doctor Manhattan at the end and be like, "By Earth, I'm gonna be an alien god somewhere else." Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. You know, if the sun and the moon and the earth could good cease to her. exist. Yeah. Yeah, good, good for, her. for her. But also, yes, if, queen. if Rey is God at the end, yes. she kind of is. Yes, she have is. We, yeah. Have we killed God a million times by killing all of the Rey clones that were all in the plugs? No. I feel like Nietzsche says otherwise. <laughs> he's wrong and racist. I do. <laughs> that what is episode true. 100%. is it that the Ray clones in the tank are all killed? Because when we get to episode 25, all the Ray parts are still just floating in the oh, tank. Oh, yeah, that's And clone it's wars. like, you haven't cleaned that? 23. You're just like it's... a gross clone gore. Like, at this it's point, just load. it's just a, like, this the worst smoothie. What the fuck are you doing? At this point, they don't clean, have time for that clean shit. Your clone yeah. tanks. I'm it's pretty sure. God gore. It's the yeah. oxygen destroyer. All the it body is the parts oxygen are destroy- floating around. <laughs> yes, that's true. You know, uh, I'm the God just like, I like the idea that every time they go down to clean it, they're like, fuck it, we're all going to be merged into one single consciousness soon. Then we don't have to clean shit. Right? I know, right? Like, somebody yeah, get like, on this, okay? Not, spe- <laughs> not spending my last days as a, sing- as a singular consciousness cleaning clone. <laughs> well, yeah, the only people dead that- clone tanks know about the clone tanks are the people who are like well we're all going to become tang anyway anyway we do become tang that was a great visual i enjoy- <laughs> i enjoyed that becoming tang okay <laughs> so we we don't know any of this yet because right, so like, shinji has just gotten in the robot according to our recap here <laughs> shinji is, is in the robot okay so Shinji gets him in the robot. It's weird. He fights the angel badly. He gets his shit rocked. The robot goes berserk and brutally kills the angel. Shinji sees a glimpse of the true face of the robot, which is some kind of regenerating alien eyeball, and he screams real good. And so oh, his begins... Brain. His brain gets so broken. Say, I have to say, like, if I were Shinji and somebody was like, all right, we're going to connect your nervous system to this robot so you feel everything that happens. I would do my best not to immediately get shot in the face. (laughs) That's what happens to that motherfucker. Is he like steps out there, gets stabbed in the stomach, gets shot in the face? That's gonna leave. Oh no, that's bad. They basically bisect dude's cranium. Like that's what they do with that thing. And that's the the and so just to to reiterate here, he comes out of nowhere, gets picked up by some woman in a future Prius, and she's a she's a disaster of a type. Also fun. She's she's a relatable oh, disaster. Yeah. Love her. And then she's like, hey, you're gonna work for your dad. And she's like, my dad is a fuck. And Misato's like, my dad was a fuck too. But seriously, we gotta go like do this thing. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do a thing. You read, read, read this. 
read the read the terms and conditions and she, she's like she what like, i'm not gonna do this and they're warning, like fine if you we'll get this injured young woman over here that you've never met who's clearly yeah. bleeding right now to get in the uh, robot instead we're gonna emotionally to manipulate if you, you are a teenager and you find yourself really relating hard to shinji don't be surprised if you end up wanting to transition into misato yeah yes yeah there's there's something to that or if if you find yourself strongly relating to shinji generally maybe get talk therapy to a therapist yeah you <laughs> talk to somebody yes yeah. please please um let's deal with listen, that trauma anywhere can be heaven if you choose to live saying <laughs> emily hold on are you God saying that ooh heaven is a place on earth yes <laughs> if you know what that's worse Okay, they actually, but they say that robot shit. Wakes that up. was an actual spit take for everyone who doesn't <laughs> okay, have cool. video. Cool, cool, cool. We got an actual spit take already. We're not even episode I pretty, two. I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> okay, so thus begins Shinji's career as an Ava pilot. He makes some friends, Kensuke and Toje, by fucking up again and almost quitting. He gets no, to know Ray. That, though he gets to meet his first friend, the ceiling in the hospital. <laughs> oh, the unfamiliar uh, ceiling. His most reliable companion. Aww, that ceiling becomes a real lot of familiar. That ceiling. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Well, he he gets to know a lot of ceilings. They keep that in the the rebuild, but they they lose the one part of it I love, which is there's after like the third time he ends up in the because the first time he's like, oh, this is a new ceiling. By the third time he's like, I hate the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you not? It's a yeah. it's a fetish. It's his. He has a ceiling fetish. He's always like ceiling uh. or ceiling. God damn it! <laughs> That's nothing. That's nothing. Sinji um, spends a lot of time laying on his back, whether he's injured or not. So like, yeah. he gets no ceilings real well. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of very important familiar and unfamiliar ceilings in this. Also, he program. hates baths because he has to. There's nothing to do but think and that's bad yeah mm -hmm. which <laughs> again if you relate to that part of shinji see a therapist yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. they're all You're like i booked. don't want to i'm trying to be jeremy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, like it's very hard to find one in network i know it's japan but just take a shower just take a quick shower you're gonna have to anyway the soak is you know for your for your bones uh he gets i'm getting there <laughs> So Ray, uh, pen pen. <laughs> Shinji gets to know Ray, the mysterious blue-haired girl without Nobody melanin. Gets to know Ray, and <laughs> yes, I really wish End of Evangelion had ended with Pen Pen also appearing. Like he pen does pen appear. He appears in the last day of a movie, and there's like a whole flock of pen pens, <laughs> and that is the saving grace of that franchise. It's like you have to choose your individuality. I like to think pen pen in like three seconds is like, yeah, what up? I'm back, pen pen. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pen pen's like, I'm gonna manifest right now out of this tank. I'm the most exactly. psychologically healthy character in this whole fucking franchise. I mean, pen far pen. in a freaking way. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably. Yeah. So Shinji does. I mean, Shinji knows gets to know Ray as much as anybody can know Ray. Unfortunately, by invading her home and assaulting her, it's an accident, but it's still awful for everyone, including you. But then they bond over fighting the giant octahedral, aka the, the crystalline entity. Actual boundaries with yes, teenagers with the was crossed. Yeah, it will not be. <laughs> yeah, it will be um, a recurring element. In fact. But let's yeah. not forget how Shinji stops, helps to stop a sabotaged automated robot from stepping on the government. Should have let it happen, Shinji. Oh, but yeah. Misato was in it, so 
alas. Just, so, just reach in and save her. That's yeah, that's, that's the new rebuild. Just reach when in. When you're and back, save when Asana. you turn into Tang, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. It's fine. It's fine. But if that thing exploded, if the if the jet alone exploded, it would have been yet another apocalypse. We're just like jumping from apocalypse to apocalypse. You know, yeah. there's it's, it's sliding scales here. Did the I mean, they think this is bad. Wait till they get to 2016. Is <laughs> the, is the, That's the, actually when the next, when <laughs> after I, the third impact. I feel like knowing yeah, this should be like it to November. I feel <laughs> like though knowing Evangelion to be like Misa, like Misato comes back, but she's still shot and exploded. She's still in half. Maybe yeah. we are Tang though, and maybe maybe this is what has happened. Maybe 2016 just turned us all into Tang. Yeah, we're just experiencing a dream within the imagination of ourselves. <laughs> is the um, Jetta one like a callback to Jet Jaguar? Probably. I mean, I think that's why it's called the Jet Alone. It's alone because it doesn't have a pilot. That episode is pretty rad, actually, because it shows a lot of Misato and Ritsuko just being badasses. Mm-hmm. And and Shinji is kind of like side to that but you know this show isn't just about teenagers all of it's also about bureaucracy all of the fun shit well i so, do like that that episode is the start of like all of the like shadowy interagency like kind of shadow war going on in the background that ends up not really doesn't really matter what nerve does because they're like all right guns yeah <laughs> okay so Shinji now settles into his life cooking and cleaning for Masato, befriending her and also her intellectual house penguin Pen Pen and negging her to Kensuke and Toji, who think that she's totally hot and also somewhat reconciled with Rei. A new challenger appears. Yes, it's Asuka, an actually enthusiastic Ava pilot who's just shipped in from Germany. She's on a U.S. military armada with Masato's former squeeze, the callous asshole we know as Ryoji Kaji. Anytime Asuka and Kaji are on screen, you can just faintly hear the sound of the police's don't stand so close to me. Yeah, Asuka, <laughs> Asuka's really into Kaji. She's hot for teacher in a particular way, and Kaji's at least having none of that. He's too busy. Kaji like- is a boundary-crossing slut bag whose really soul-redeeming quality is that he is maybe the only adult character who displays no weird sexual hang-ups towards teenage characters. It's except true. When, except when he asks Shinji out for a drink. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Yeah. No, he's straight That's up creepy. Bit- yeah, Kaji just seems like somebody's girlfriend had a crush on Spike from Cowboy Bebop, and they were just like, "This guy fucking sucks." What if this guy was real? He would suck like this. He would be like, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> "He is kind of the evil." He would just be a real creeper. Just yeah, because he smokes cigarettes, cool, and leans against walls. That doesn't mean he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, but he he's grows com- watermelons. <laughs> He does grow watermelon and is honestly the best rail the best rail mole model, the best male role model that <laughs> Shinji has. Yeah, this just just because the bar is subterranean and no one trips over it doesn't actually make it a good bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So um, a, the bar is as deep as central dogma. Yes. Terminal dogma, even. That dogma too. <laughs> The terminal dogma also, is the lowest one. Even low, not even lower than Kevin Smith's dogma. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, fucking got you there, didn't I? I you mean, weren't ready for the Ben Stiller, the Ben Stiller, Ben Affleck movie. 
where he was an angel. He's the main villain of that film. Oh, yes. I really want to see Shinji like open him up and eat him in the Evangelion or just anyway. Um, <laughs> Kaji's there. Asuka that really, and Shinji's describes, like, that really describes most of the episodes. Kaji's like Kaji. there. Yeah, Kaji's there. Kaji's there. Yep. He cheeses the it when it was shit like, gets rough. In the first episode where I was like, yes, this is the robot fighting show I was promised. This giant uh-huh. red robot is jumping on top of like all these, you know, aircraft carriers and fighting this angel across the ocean. I was like, this shit right here. This is what people told me. This show. Yeah. And there's about maybe five episodes of that. There's yeah. a real stretch of them, like episode like nine to 15 that like, it only man, things are looking up for our characters and we get You've a got lot a robot of show. Fights. Yeah. <laughs> and then the evil circle appears. <laughs> Things get already all dark after that. We got the evil diamond. Now we have a big shark angel, and they do some stuff. And yep. and Shinji gets into Asuka's outfit, and it's it, it's probably something in inside of him is starting to click. Things have um, awakened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Those this the the cracks in that circle are starting to you know the chick will die before it's born if it doesn't well, patch. From his the doesn't help that one born. of the nerve staff, like the lady who has a big old crush on Ritsko really fucking looks like Shinji like two years into HRT. <laughs> oh my god, right? Yeah, so much. Miyuki, yeah, bless her her soul. Yeah, those poor poor bastards, those three the three the like... The three named the three scientists. named nerf, yeah, the yeah, nerf yeah. like ensigns that I are always the one, like they're basically red shirts that last into, a really long time. I love how when they turn in, when they turn into Tang Two of them get turned into Tang by their crush. And I guess if you're asexual, you just get like a whole bunch of weird rays coming after you. Maybe he was into that. Maybe <laughs> I, mean, I, w- no. I mean, he was into guitar. He should stay Tang. You stay Tang, you. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a it's a Buki, Aoba, and... Yuga, the other one? Yuga, yes. Yeah. There was um, a bunch of people in this show who were better off as Tang. Or we are better off with them We're all tang. better off as Tang. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story. So Kaji cheeses it and he goes back to Nerve to give Gendo a fetus trapped a fetus, a fetus <laughs> trapped in jelly. And apparently it is the thing that caused the second impact, codenamed Adam. Yes, folks, it wasn't a meteor striking Antarctica like everyone was told. More on that later. Shinji and Asuka learn to get along through several trust exercises like learning to dance and scuba dive in magma whilst also fighting more big monster angels. They team up with Ray while the power goes out at Nerve and the angel attacks. Everyone bonds a bit more in this very special episode. <laughs> Ultimate team up sends the three kids on a suicide mission. Misato wants to prevent a giant angel from destroying the entire city from orbit. It is successful and they just destroy a whole mountain instead. So good job, guys. We get to go out for ramen. Oh, we get some ramen. spotlight on Ritsuko Akagi, badass scientist and keeper of secrets, and nerves entire shit together. She uses the Nerf supercomputer, the Magi, that is also her mom. A lot of moms. As that is also the central show. government. Like, that's the council. That's the decision-making part. They've totally handed over all decision-making to the computer. But yes. it's like three parts of her mom. Like, this yes. is me as a woman. This is me as a scientist. This is me as a hoe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hoe, scientist, mother. Right, yes. right. Now, I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> shame uh, Ritsuko's mom because she's also a badass, but Gendo, 
No. All right. Kendo's the oh, fucking God. worst. He's the worst. Both oh, my God. Go for some reason. Why, Chinbeard? Why? You can't yeah. fix him, girl. No. You can't. Yeah, they're trying to fix him. He's not He's a not project. fixable. No. Yeah. I always Kendo. just wanted a man with tinted glasses that tense his fingers all the time. Yeah. And he's and totally has misogynistic. Kendo. And just... Like, Maybe he just that dick is Gendo is in a red flag. Gendo is what they dip the flags in to dye them red. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I always wanted a dude who drove my mom to suicide. God. And murdering so, a child, apparently. Yes. Yeah. So there's an angel. It's like a hacker tries to hack in, and then and then Risco uses her mom computer, conference computers, to hack the angel back and make it evolve into being dead which is how that works <laughs> yes thank you jamie oh my god back in the planet it's in that place i put that thing that time serial killer yeah serial um, cool. loops. you're a cool fucking pool on the roof must have a leak acid burn lord nikon <laughs> mom gets you a pewter for christmas <laughs> um all right, so a little boat ghost. <laughs> you know, one of the most common <gasps> passwords <laughs> is God. <laughs> Hackers um, predicted Evangelion. <laughs> I, they came. They came out the same year. Uh, oh. okay. <laughs> okay, what would I tell you? Live action Evangelion remake. They force you to use white people, but Matthew Lillard plays Gendo. <laughs> uh, no, Matthew Lillard plays Kaji. Yes, there we are. <laughs> I don't think Matthew Lillard could do it. Like he's just too I fun. I feel to like they force you to make like Kaji like fucking like Ansel Elgort or some shit. They, they were talking about a live action. Like Weta was doing one for for a while. Like, I'm pretty sure like... that was somebody who's friends with somebody at Weta, and they were like. Cause that was that was I'll t- I'll get into that because I was <laughs> I was on the forums when they were talking. Ah, about okay, that. okay. So they hack the planet. It's great. Feel kind of like God. Uh, we find out the names of some of the angels. That's great, you know. Um, but then one of names Satchel. Yeah. Oh, don't forget <laughs> they know all these names because the Dead Sea Scrolls, which they found just laid out step-by-step instructions on how all this shit goes down yeah apparently the dead sea scrolls is like okay you're gonna make a robot by cloning god mm-hmm. right. okay i don't know what it's supposed to mean but you'll figure it out there's eventually joy. and then they're like 17 and only 17 mm-hmm. yes angels seven not just 17 no noun 17 mm-hmm. angels 17 <laughs> angels yeah and then there's the third impact and i this, forgot you know. to noun that sentence so why was there no first impact uh, no, the first impact was the one. Okay, well, the first is impact that the, is the first impact the one that killed the dinosaurs, and that's where humans came from. Technically, but then the first impact. Uh, yes, I'm yes. kind of understanding things. The first impact they say in the show is the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, because the second impact, according to everybody's propaganda that most people know about, was an, a meteor that hit Antarctica oh. and like fucked everything up in terms of like the the ocean. Like you know, there was it's climate change. But it wasn't a meteor. It was pollution. It was. A, it wasn't a meteor. It was pollution <laughs> it was from another planet. It was the block. It was an exploding it. angel. It was an NFT. They fun Patreon angel explode or did it just stand up? It exploded. Okay. So there are angel bits all over the world and in the atmosphere, and we're bringing it in. Well, sort of. <laughs> 
in they real life, not, not in the show, in real no, life. Right now. Well, that's, I mean, yes. that's what, that's what us, NFTs like us, are. Podcast hosts. Right. Well, yeah. see, the Ethereum symbol is that diamond. So it's, it's exactly. Entity. It is, it is Ramiel. <laughs> but don't fucking do Ramiel dirty that way. Shinji, <laughs> my coin or I'll make Ray trade again. <laughs> <laughs> and why does Ramiel have a penis drill? To get to nerf. Trying to buy the dip. I mean, I do like how it felt very Power Rangers, by which I mean Sentai in that way, where it's just like, oh, of course, all the monsters are just going to attack the one city that the giant robots live in, because that's how we have our monster versus robot show. Otherwise, you couldn't have it. And I just take for granted that happens in one city. And then how late in the game they explain, like, no, the robot, they're all coming here for one specific reason and they're all evolving, trying to be better at doing this specific goal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because actually we have our angel lure active down there in this city. Yeah. 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 And then everyone's like, what angel the bait. fuck? And meanwhile, all of the people living there in that city are like, we're just doing our jobs. There was a meteor. Oh, Yo, so what is the spear of Longinus? It was, it was wrapped up with Adam. There's one that comes with Adam and one that comes with Lilith and they have to use it in order to keep the angel from exploding. Although uh, if you're talking historically, like what is the spear of Longinus? It's yeah, I'm also not, honestly, the spear that the, that the Roman guy used to pierce the side of Christ as Christ was on the cross causing him to bleed well that just um, feels like overkill you've already nailed him to a cross i mean well, i'm not to make it sure he was if, dead i'm if just you saying. watch enough indiana jones it has magical powers because it got shroud it got yeah. jesus blood on it yeah it's like the shroud that and the grail like and... what jesus blood would do or would that it, or would that make it magic or that just make it covered in wine right it depends i mean although he did he changed mood he's in water to wine so yeah. but the white is blood. blood it's jesus is the magic of jesus's blood has less rules than fucking harry potter i had a question about the geo front okay so when they're fighting in the city are they fighting in the geo front or are they fighting up top they're fighting up top yeah okay. so for the top. most part they're up top in zero evangelion the they one say that, they're fighting in the geo the one in episode yes. 20 i think that when shinji <laughs> retires for like the third time and then <laughs> He finds Kaji's watermelon garden, and Kaji's like, "Well, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die gardening watermelons." Is, is the watermelon garden in the geo front or is yes. that up top? That's so, in the geo front. Then, then I have a design problem because nowhere in any of the shots of the geo front do we see an elevator that would take the Eva to top side. Yeah, they do. There, you see them. They're like, they're you can see them kind of. Are they far away? Is it like a distance thing? Cause like yeah, there's like a bunch of you can see elevators going here and there, and kind of like escalating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see versions of that in the car escalator for oh, Masato. Okay, okay. And okay, the beginning, okay. and then also when they show the like the backgrounds, like the the birth of Nerf. Can we talk about property values here, though? <laughs> the thing that's wild to me <laughs> is the fact that like I think it's episode three or four, the one where like Suzuhara and the other could end up Can't getting scare. in the robot eventually yeah <laughs> they're like here's how all of tokyo 3 goes underground every time there's a fight like all the high rises go down through the earth and then they're just sort of like hanging above the geo front and then they just stop doing that 
they're well, constantly obviously fighting in the city as it you know amongst the amongst the high rises well, they're like that's oh why, no it's really that's why it never made any sense to me like why would you introduce this and not doing anything with it because well, no, it's a city and the infrastructure sucks and they can't have construction season because they always have angels. So listen, clearly the mechanism <laughs> has broken. It was a really boring <laughs> to have them fight in an open space. I like how quickly they went from like, oh, an angel showed up. But, you know, that happens like once every like 15 years. We got time to prepare. And then it's like, ah, oh, fuck, they are coming like weekly now. Shit. Yeah. So not all of the buildings go down. Some of them stay up. Because they house giant fucking Ava guns. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So They're I'm sorry. Decoy <laughs> buildings. Can you imagine like the damage on your tires trying to drive through that city? Because like that is pothole crater nonsense. Uh, yeah, they have a whole like in Ray's neighborhood where she lives in those shitty barracks. The the road is all like cracked and shit. <laughs> It's not much, but I do appreciate the screen time we get dedicated to discussing Nerve's operational budget. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, seriously, teens it's and funny, bureaucracy. It's mm-hmm. funny to me, both both in the show and in the rebuilds, that, like, the first time they do a thing, they're like, here is five minutes of how this works. And we're just going to dub lots of bullshit over the top of this. It's like, yes, <laughs> this is retracting. And then this is retracting. And then this is going off. And it's like, all right, we get it. And they're like, we know we're never going to show you this stuff again. We just want you to know that, like, there's a whole weird is frame the, thing. The dinotherms need up. to connect. Once we show it to you once, you'll just assume it's we're doing it every time, right? It takes yeah, a well, lot of money to animate all this. Except the whole umbilical cables. And the effect I always love is whenever they fall, but then they have, like, afterburn engine so they yeah, don't like cool. crush anything and they have yeah. like, the soft landing despite being fucking gigantic yeah right every time it always makes me a little like giddy in just the way like <laughs> anytime you're showing me 80s or 90s anime of just machinery i'm like a baby that you're dangling keys in front of <laughs> <laughs> that's like there's so many there's all this- and moving Parts. Oh, there like, is I'm, a lot of consideration here. Yeah, like I'm a sucker a lot for a lot of the little things. They caught me, I think, more in the rebuild than anything because, like, there's just a, a a section where like they're shooting one of the giant Ava guns, and like you can see the like casings from the bullets crushing cars beneath yeah. them. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. That sounds about right. That would happen, wouldn't it? Your insurance yep. doesn't cover that, man. Yeah, they sort of show that in the show. They show like a a giant like conveyor belt of shells that are the size of cars, like going up into a building. So yeah. mm-hmm. you you get this stuff in the in the background, in the atmosphere, and everything. And that's one of the delightful things about the show is that you have a very very well thought out world. I mean, there are some holes. <laughs> well, certainly. Mostly. I feel yeah. like you have one eight hundred foot elevator. If your shit gets wrecked by an Eva, that should either count as an act of God on your insurance or just literally. No, you live in Tokyo 3. You live in Tokyo 3. You don't get insurance. Nobody buy. Nobody sells insurance to you. Like, why do you care? You would have to pay me to live there. Right. I love how like this is what I'm talking. Property values, man. Like series. (laughs) The, like Shinji's class gets smaller and smaller as more and pe- more people are like, yeah, this city fucking sucks, and there's yeah. horrible war here all the time. My mom We're just died, and this director guy's looking at me weird. I need to get out. <laughs> real. I'll leave on Tokyo Five, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, call me when it's Tokyo Twelve. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, so we just got past our, our recap episode. Ray trips out and we start thinking, we start seeing how Ray sees the world and it's weird. And then Shinji is she got placed. The drugs. Yeah, she got the good drugs. And then Shinji tries some of Ray drugs too much for him. Mm-hmm. He's placed in AV Unit Zero to see if he can pilot it. Um, He can't. That's that. And what? that was weird. Do we have an explanation for what the fuck Unit Zero is? Okay, so Unit Zero is basically like another Ray, but it does like this feedback loop thing with Ray. Big Ray. It has all I of her fucking trauma it was in it. Like, I assume they shoved a different Ray clone into it so Ray could sync up with her own clone. It's a giant Ray inside of zero, zero. weird armor. And then you put a Ray inside the Ray. <laughs> yeah, I think that Ray. Oh, Doug, we heard you like Ray. Oh, no, I can't do an exhibit pimp your ride meme. What the fuck? I just, just send me to an old folks home. <laughs> take me out back and put like, just take me out back old yeller style. I'm too old. You have her to tra- do it. Her trauma is so powerful. It can make a giant robot move. Like, well, like I have yeah. a theory about Ray. Like every time you see her, you know, where she's all bandaged up and bloodied up and whatever, like they're just pitching that one out and replacing it with a new clone right like straight up that's not the same ray through the whole series no so there's three different rays there's the ray that was killed by ritsuko's mom mm-hmm. whose whose soul i believe is in is what is really like running ava unit zero mm-hmm. uh, then that makes the ray. Sense. yeah ray. she talks shit and caught hands Yes. Um, Fuck around and find out. She sure <laughs> did. <laughs> did. Ray one sure fucking found out. <laughs> Ray, t- Ray two is the old, one. Was it that... old hag that she said? Old yeah, hag. old boss on. Look, yeah, old hag. Ritzko's mom is like Michael Jordan and that she was like, fuck them kids. Specifically, <laughs> this kid right here. Yeah. I-, I thought you were going to go with, she called me an old hag. And I took that personally. She takes it very personally. <laughs> I straight up myrtleized her. Like this yeah. is, I'm like, imagine just being like, oh boy, another week of my giant robot action show. Like, oh, here's the scene where a woman strangles a child to but death I, and then I, throws I, herself to her death. I feel like Ritsuko's mom knew it was a clone. Yes, so, she did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she was like, well, I can kill it because it's not a real thing. And then she killed it. And then she was like, yeah, I did kill that, a thing. That, that felt that more murdery felt, than I would have liked. Yeah, yeah, that was no bueno. I need yeah. to not be here. I really yeah. did feel her stop breathing and her heart stop beating. Yeah, and that was rough. I yeah. thought for a second there I was going to enjoy it, and I really yeah. did not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not she's a like, this should have been Gendo. Yeah. yeah, and it Here's wasn't. A, not going to build the fourth computer. It's like me yeah. and the murderer. <laughs> I mean, maybe we maybe we stop at three. Yeah, we're not Neither uploading any DLC enough. on this. Bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been crazy. To think, well, we built this no DLC on the Magi. We yeah. built this supercomputer, but it just keeps telling us to strangle a child. <laughs> I'm surprised That's that what the goes for. taxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ritzko is that fourth computer that just says strangle a child. <laughs> Right. She's like, I didn't strangle one. I fucking obliterated like 12 of them. Look, everybody's got to outshine their folks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ritsko like went beyond, beyond and above and, and beyond. Look, um, measure of success is did you do better than the previous generation? <laughs> Nailed it. Ritsko yes. really ups her child murder game in the uh, in the remakes. Like, yes. gonna say. <laughs> she sure does. It's kind of inspiring in a way. Like, you think you've hit your limits, but then you just push forward and you find new amounts of race to kill. 
I mean, anywhere can be heaven if you choose to live. When you get a cool <laughs> new edgy haircut and you know, just oh, and an awesome plug suit with like cat. Oh yeah, her, they're little fucking plug suits. I'm conflicted about that, but they're um, it's all good. That's a good um, ass design, man. I yeah. No, I the designs are fucking sweet. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I, but I Emily, think that. about how much money they'll make selling pillows and statues. Listen, okay, so there's a whole thing, Emily. That, Think of the money. <laughs> I am because if so, fucking Hideaki Ano. This is why I can't stay mad at this asshole. Because <laughs> he used all that money to fund a bunch of independent animators. Oh, he sure. basically used, yeah, he basically used like all the Evangelion rebuild money to like put on these new animation expos to fund like new studios and shit. And I'm like, he bezeled our horniness for art. I, I what a hero! Your Jar Jar Binks of Evangelion got me again. Is her Ava a centaur in Rebuild? Does she have like a four-legged pink centaur Ava, or am I hallucinating that? There is a centaur. Might have been. I mean, Mar- there's a lot of drugs. Mari's, might have been. Mari's is a centaur, kind of. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. There was one. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, um, w- let's talk about Mari later, because she does not Mari. appear in this that's series. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ray did drugs, Shinji did raise drugs, and that didn't work out. That was pretty weird, right? Well, buckle up, take your hands and arms inside the vehicle, because shit is about to get the wackest. Shinji so, gets eaten by a shadow. Yeah, Shinji gets eaten by Peter Pan's shadow. Um, this is an angel <laughs> whose body is actually an alternate dimension. He starts stripping out, and... I relate uh, to that. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when I get eaten by an alternate dimension. I, was, um, I meant my body is an alternate dimension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your body is a wonderland, Jeremy. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my sea of Dirac. That's what I call. God. <laughs> my sea of Dirac is up here. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, the Ava frees itself by going berserk. Hooray. And everyone else is like, oh, that's what it's like when Ava goes berserk. That's fucked up, man. Also, we find out go to move is like shit's fucked. Go berserk. Yeah. And then Shinji can spend a nice time looking at ceiling coon. Yeah. Ceiling coon. That's his ultimate role model. Ceiling will never abandon you, Shinji. So, oh my God. (laughs) Shinji in the ceiling. Oh my God. Shinji is ceiling coon. What is, what is their name? Like, what is their, like their ship name? Ceiling coon and Sheiling. Sheiling. So now we also find out that Kaji is a triple agent because Nerve, the private company that is the sole provider of giant robots that might fight monsters that also go berserk and explode shit, and its benefactor, Sally, aka the Illuminati, are kind of sus. Um, shocked. This is shocked Baka. face. Right? Everyone yeah. in this show is sus. Yeah, everyone Capitalism is sus. was the bad guy all along. <laughs> but that's why we can't have privatized giant robots. Are you giant telling robots? me the German man made of robot parts can't be trusted? to fuse humanity into one big jello globe no, i mean you need to trust the guy that's actively trying to rape you as you're telling him not to oh. that's the guy you trust so at this point another ava unit is shipped in from the u.s this one doesn't come with a saucy american pilot sadly but instead we get toji shinji doesn't find out about this actually until after his unit one eviscerates the shit out of the inv- angel infested unit three 
Escando sets the new experimental automated pilot program, the dummy system. No, this is unit four because unit three blew the fuck up. Didn't unit I thought three this blow is, the fuck up? No, this is unit three. Unit four blew the fuck up. Okay, unit four blew the fuck up. Who knows? They think it was another Dirac C. Again. Numbers really stop mattering at this point. I, I like how they're like, did an angel attack? And they're like, nah, someone <laughs> fucked up. And That's an American problem. Up. We're here in Tokyo 3. We need to do our shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Toji survives barely, even though Unit 1, like, crushes the entry pug in his hand. Toji loses a leg, and that's the last we see of him. This is, like, um, one of the few points in this movie where I was like, I get where Shinji's coming from in this thing because, like, a lot of this show, Shinji spends going, but I don't want to save everybody in the giant robot. I know I'll die if I don't, but it's going to really suck. And this one, he's like, no, there's somebody in that other Ava. Like, I don't want to destroy it. And his dad's like, fuck him. I'm taking control of it. Break the fucking thing and kill the pilot. Like, it's, it's not like they just stop at stopping the Ava. It's like, take out the entry plug and fucking crush it. It's like, yeah, there's why? why though? Why? <laughs> Skendo's a real fuck. That's why. Well, Skendo wants to win all the bad dad awards. Yeah. yeah. He is the worst. Like, he has the actual worst. Yeah. Gendo and he might be, he might be the worst time. dad. He does. Yeah. He's going right to Tangtown. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, yeah. That's, I hate it when people want to do that. It's like, I just want to Netflix and chill. Right? Do we all um, have to be Tang immediately? Like, gotta build I mean, I up get it. The tang. Borg is efficient, but and you know, he's like only a, had one Tang in his life, and he wants to get back to that Tang. <laughs> that's true. There's something to be said for a, you know a little bit of a group thing, and it you know it takes a village and all of that. Like I, I'm on board. Okay, I get <laughs> you, I, but maybe maybe we go a scooch too far into Tang Town. Just, yeah, just so, a scooch. Like Shinji quits at this point for yes. reals. This time he's like. This violates so many codes. Is this the one where he threatened to like stomp on Nerve and destroy it? Like that was, was in the rebuild. Oh, that was no, that yeah. was in the rebuild. Okay, yeah, well, this one he just this, no, no, he, he threatens too. to take. He threatens to go rogue, and then he gets fired. By yeah, his dad. he threatens. And his dad's but... like, "You fucking idiot! I just showed you I could take control of your robot. What the fuck are you doing?" Uh, and he's like, yeah. "No, I'm not gonna let you take control of." It. And he's like, "Then I'm gonna up the pressure till you pass out, you stupid fuck." Like, yes, right. Get out, ro- get out of the robot, Shinji. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So Gendo is all get in the robot, Shinji. Get out of the robot, Shinji. <laughs> now you want me to get, get in the robot, uh, Shinji. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to get in the robot, Dad. Shinji quits, but unfortunately, this coincides with an attack of the baddest ass, addis, the baddest Axis angel so far, that. who kills the shit out of everything with the cunning use of explosions and toilet paper. After Ray and Asuka are down, Unit 1 rejects the dummy system and will only function for Shinji. And this is where Gendo first refers to this robot as Yui, the name of Shinji's dead mom. Yui. <laughs> you only have Shinji, huh, Yui? Fuck. So Shinji gets in the robot what, again. What a twist. What? Cannibalistic mama bear. Yeah. Man. She doesn't he... even like you, Gendo. <laughs> she just wants, is this for a son? This whole show could have been like a completely different direction if she had just like, you know, women will literally shove their soul in a giant robot rather than go to couples therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Screw couples therapy. Crush Gendo in your giant robot hand. Some happens. I love the episode where she where Unit One is just punching the glass, trying to just punch through, and 
punch Gendo to death. Yeah. Shinji gets in the robot. The He saves the world by going the most berserkest ever. He shuffles around like a crazed beast, eats an enemy angel. He's then absorbed completely by Unit 1, which is apparently a thing that can happen. He's just so good at piloting, he stops having a body, which ends up becoming a major plot point. Look, it's yeah, just pre-Tang so- Tang. Yeah, he becomes just, Tang. He just goes it's, back into his mom as well. I want to say this is what I'm saying. He literally gets reborn. Imagery yeah. until it's like becomes like so important for the ending. Yeah, so they use a bunch of technology to try to get him to re-manifest his body. And this is where some of the best technobabble I've ever heard in in science fiction occurs, where they try to find his ego border. To make him manifest his body by sending out, like, pings to to make him recognize that he's a person. And they have all these amazing graphs of where he is on the... If you look at the graphs really close, there's one that's like, ego id is the X, and then the Y is libido distrudo. (laughs) (laughs) And... Apparently you're either horny or dead. And this is Freud, folks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like in the case of Kaji, you can be both. Well, (laughs) Kaji's every man. I feel like like Misato also ended up both horny and dead. Yeah. Both of them went all the way, like, so beyond the libido border that they went back to this right around the dead. (laughs) I love Um, how their theory of their relationship was we're so fucking terrible for ourselves. Maybe we'll be good for each other somehow. (laughs) That's the same logic. <laughs> so, you know, two two negatives make a positive. I don't know. Two libidos make a distrudo. Maybe. I mean, in this case, it did. Yeah. Psychologists <laughs> tell me. So what they're going to tell you is that this whole thing is a cry for help. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. That's what the show is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's Anos cry lo- for help. Yeah. On a yeah. metal level. Yeah. This Deep is, and I feel abiding. Like this, this show is like, hey, Anno. You kind of didn't animate your last two episodes. You got something you want to talk about, buddy? Did no, you need fucking, a hug? Joss Whedon has something to learn about punishing your fans for wanting more show. Mm. With End of Evangelion, like, that was, I mean, mm. whew. So, like, anyway. I feel like um, Joss Whedon needs to learn more about punishing himself. Anno <laughs> is clearly punishing himself too much. But somewhere between the two is the correct amount to punish yourself. Yeah, that's yeah, that's valid. And all of that, that whole thing from Joss Whedon to Anno, therapy. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so they do they do manage to get Shinji to remanifest himself. He is reborn, kind of shot out of the the core oh. of, of his mother. Oh. Of my <laughs> that happened as a result of a pep talk from is it Ray? Or Something like that. They're Masato, in like somebody is like, "Hey, Shinji, would really Masato, like to see you again." Yeah, valid, bro. <laughs> Misato like, tries to high five a boner. I have to remanifest, so I have it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, does he though? Because she really doesn't have any success. Misato and Shinji's just utter inability to comfort each each other. Yeah, yeah. Like just like Misato tries. Misato tries. Misato goes from hugging to let's fuck and. And Shinji's like, slow down. <laughs> Misato tries, quotes around tries, and likes to think of herself as going to be a caretaker role. But then, like, with 
within 20 seconds of dealing with Shinji and any of his depressive mood, she just gets really fed up and angry with him. That, and being that like, is also true. This is exposing What's... too much of my own insecurity. Tentative. Fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Get in the robot. So Shinji is back. Everything's back to normal. Yay. Haha. Just kidding. Everything's terrible. We get some exposition about nerve. So Misato was in Antarctica when it exploded. She was the only survivor. She was uh, aphasic for a while and then got better, question mark. She um, also had a bad dad who was researching stuff there and got killed, but saving her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Which an important thing. have complex feelings about the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Illuminati funded Shinji's mom to put the whole Evangelion thing in motion with her cool ideas. Ritsuko's mom, we we talked about that, strangles young Ray, dies, leaving Ritsuko to take her place as the chief engineer. Gendo's a fuck. Now, back to present day, Sele is mad at Gendo and the UN is mad at Sele and everybody's mad at Kaji for all the spying. Kaji gets shot and he buys it with a chill shrug that he indeed fucked around and found <laughs> out. <laughs> I knew it. Ugh. <laughs> and it was it was totally Masato who shot his ass. We don't have to like fuck around with that. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. that's what I thought, and I was really surprised, like reading stuff about the show that like apparently Ano and some of the other people were like, oh no, it was just somebody. It was just somebody. No, that it's got to be written. No, they're they're fucking with us. And it was yeah. like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that that's how it was set up, and that's why she's so fucked up about the whole thing. She doesn't think yeah, doesn't think yeah. Kaji is missing. She's like, no, he's fucking dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was Correct. really surprised to read stuff where they were like, "Well, you know, it's we we're not really sure who did it. It was just somebody." And it's like, really I, though, I don't we, think so. we 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 sure we sure it makes yeah. the story more bad. I feel confident in this. <laughs> it's basically Anna being like, "That's not important right now, y'all. The important part is anywhere can be heaven if you choose to live." But we always <laughs> repeat history. <laughs> so anywhere can be heaven if you're Tang. Yes. Meanwhile, Asuka is pissed that she is so rad but can't seem to do anything cool without Shinji there. She gets real depressed and then a big wingling angel shows up and tries to high-five her from the ionosphere, but she, it does it so hard that it brings back all her childhood trauma. And uh, we find out that her mom had a psychotic break and committed suicide when Asuka was little. And they put her in a robot. Yeah, well, the reason that she yes, had a do. psychotic break was because they did the contact experiment, which is where they put you in the robot. And then, like, most her of... soul got put in the robot. Yeah, and most of her soul is in there. But her like her brain just couldn't handle it. So that's why she had the psychotic break. And then she was she also was was referring to a doll as Asuka and wouldn't actually recognize Asuka as her daughter. And then when she committed suicide, she hung the doll as well, thinking that she was also killing her daughter with her. So Asuka has a lot of complexes about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, fair. Yes. Again, I'm not exactly sure how souls work where you give your soul to a giant god clone robot but then you're still just around being post lobotomied yeah this i think there's some cybernetic digitizing of information there that's going on because um unlike you don't really remember 2020 very well (laughs) 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 does anyone really exactly some robot has 2020 in it all of the moms are ghosts in the shell welcome to the singularity yes the mom, it's part of my soul that was in a robot for all of 2020. That's all I know. Yes. What is the real mom? Isn't the real moms the ones we piloted along the way? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't like that. That's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> so because of this, this trauma, understandably, Oscar's like, can't beat that. So Wraith comes out with the mysterious Lance of Longinus and throws it so hard 
that it turns the angel inside out and gets stuck on the moon. And Sally's mad about this because of reasons. Ray confronts her own issues as the next angel tries to absorb her and she explodes herself. We find out that Ray is a clone and her soul is uh, downloaded periodically uh, into the giant com- brain computer there, which is essentially like her throne of the soul, which is that thing that she's always in, like the weird kind of test tube that she's in that's at the base of that that giant brain structure in Terminal Dogma. And that's what they use for the dummy system. Shinji finds out all of this and watches Ritsuko ice the shit out of all of these Ray clones that are basically like blank Ray bodies ready to be downloaded into, just like the current Ray, who is the next iteration of Ray after the previous one exploded herself. Mm-hmm. Can you keep up? Please. please. <laughs> Any questions? Cool. And then we also find out about the big marshmallow man on a, on a cross. There's an altercation between Shinji and Asuka, and then Asuka attempts suicide and is taken into urgent care and is now catatonic. Everybody is now just waiting for shit to happen because they all know everything's fucked and they don't know what else to do about it. That's how I, I interpret the situation anyway. What's that you say? This couldn't possibly be the end because they just were like in the middle of talking about something? Well, you're right. Uh, this one ran super long, as you can probably imagine. So rather than throw a three and a half hour podcast up here and force you all to listen to, well, delete that halfway through. We split it up into two halves. The next half will be here next week. And then after that, we're back with brand new episodes. All right. See you soon. And until then, stay horrified.